Hello, welcome to the Spirit of Praise podcast. I'm Alfred Jackson, the senior pastor and presiding bishop of Tabernacle of Praise Churches International. I come to you with 45 years of experience in teaching and preaching the Holy Scriptures. Now, each week on this podcast, you will hear informative and challenging messages that will help you develop a more meaningful relationship with the Lord and help you live out your faith more effectively. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now, let's see what it is the Lord has to say to us. We go. 
this time, uh, this morning in his presence, we give him praise, glory, and honor. As I was, as we were praying, and I began to pray in my spirit for the nations of the world that we are engaged in, and, and in this time of prayer, the Lord just reminded me that though it's uh, 10.35 Eastern Standard Time here in the United States, and we're just coming to worship in Australia, it's probably 10.35 p.m. in the night. Amen. So people have been worshiping all around the clock, all over the world, in Liberia. Worship has already taken place in Kenya. Worship has already taken place. And we thank the Lord and praise God that we're able to come at this time, amen, and be a part of what God is doing around the world on this day as we proclaim that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. In the book of St. Luke, chapter 24, I'll read our scripture for this morning, and then our ministers of music will lead us in, in a praise and praise and worship. Amen? In chapter 24, <clears throat> verse 1, it says, Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the, st the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, uh, that the whole two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? Mama. He is not here. Hallelujah. He is not here, but is risen. Hallelujah. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee saying, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. Yes. And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down, he saw the linen cloths yes. lying by yes, themselves, yes. and he departed, yes. marveling to himself yes. at what had happened. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you for the God bless the reading and hearing of his word this morning.
celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, it's a fallacy to think that the only time true believers worship is when they come together in a, in a specific place with a group of people to worship the Lord. We worship Him every day. Amen. We worship Him in our homes, in our cars, in the bathroom, in the bathtub. Glory to God. At the kitchen sink. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glory to the Lord. Amen. I never forget that when I was a child, I used to hear this old lady, you know, growing up in the Baptist church, people didn't talk about getting saved. They talked about getting religion, oh. getting converted. <laughs> Amen. And I used to hear this old lady saying that she got converted while she was washing dishes. Her hands were in the dishpan yes, washing yes, dishes, and she got converted that day in the kitchen. Yes, sir. Amen. So we don't have to be in the sanctuary, amen, to worship the Lord. And our lights don't go out, as a lot of people think. Our lights don't go out because we're not in the sanctuary. Amen. Our amen. lights should really shine brighter, brighter, amen, because of who we are and because of the Lord who resides in us. This morning, along with the scripture that I read just a few moments ago, I would also like to read Philippians uh, chapter number two, uh, verses five through eight, and that that scripture reads as you're getting there. Amen. Uh, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, <clears throat> did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant. And coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, mm. even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Absolutely of those in heaven, and of those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. And I want to use for thought this morning, live in the spirit of the resurrection. Live in the spirit of the resurrection. Father, I thank you now for this preaching opportunity. I thank you, Lord, for your word and the power of your word. I thank you, Father, for your anointing. Uh, and I pray for a fresh anointing to proclaim your word today. Dear God, that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you, Lord, but it will accomplish all that you desire. I thank you, Lord, that you prosper your word in the things that you've sent your word to. So thank you for sending your word to us today. And thank you, Lord, for what your word is going to accomplish in our lives this day. God, have your way. Yes, yes. God, be glorified. Yes, yes, and yes, we yes. will be careful to give yes. your name the praise, the yes. glory, and the honor. Yes. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray and we thank you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Live in the spirit of the resurrection. In the midst of, of, of all that's going on in our world today with the coronavirus, uh, the infections, the hospitalizations, the deaths, uh, uh, how families are being affected by all of this, businesses shutting down, uh, people losing their jobs and sources of income, 
the, the economy struggling to stay afloat, uh -huh. and, and so much more. There is a lot for people to be concerned about. Yes. Amen. We don't feel comfortable even visiting family members who don't live in the same houses, right. in the same house with us. We advise to distance ourselves um, from, from, from other people, from one another, um, for at least six feet. Amen. We advise not to hug, not to shake hands. Amen. We're, we're, we're walking around with masks on. <laughs> Face gear, face some gear. people in gloves, amen, sanitizing everything from the door handle to the, yes, to yes. the toilet handle. I mean, we are in some serious times, and it is, it, is, it is very concerning. It is very, very, very concerning, amen. And some of us are saying that this is the new normal. Yeah, yeah, that we should get used to this because things will never go back to the way that it used to be. Well, I beg to differ with that. And I caution Christians not to quickly adopt uh, the phraseology and the philosophy of the world. Right. Amen? Yes. We don't speak doubt. We don't speak fear and negativity. We walk by faith. Amen? Amen? We speak faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. We don't depend on what we see with the natural eye. Amen. And we speak words of faith. And we must remember that we are not God. That's Amen. Right. We're not God. As finite beings, we can only predict the future. God knows the future. Right. Amen. God exists outside of time, and God is sovereign over time. Glory to God. Whatever He, whatever He says, it. Hallelujah. Whatever he says, glory to God, is what will be. Amen. If God says that this separateness, this existence that looks like marked individualism uh, and the survival of the fittest is what the future will be, then that's what the future will be. However, we must be careful to, hallelujah, amen, to not to predict something that is not in the nature and the character of God. Oh, that's good, sir. Are you listening? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. We must be careful not to espouse something that is not in the nature and the character of God. The best we can do is look at Scripture right. and see what message God is speaking to us in this hour, in this season for his church and for the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As I meditated on this, <clears throat> and prayed and searched the scriptures there for a message to bring to you today. I sense the Lord saying that this is just for a season. Mm. It's just for a season. This will pass. Amen. I pray that you believe that. I this is going to pass. The, this coronavirus, like other pandemics and disasters, we may not remember anything like this in our lifetime, but things like this have happened Never before. Yes. And we must remember that. Amen? This came, but it will pass. That's Glory right. God. That's the right. thing for us to do in this season is to sense what God is doing and join him in what he's doing in the world around us. That's good. Amen. As I said a few Sundays ago, God is changing his church yeah. in the midst of this pandemic. Yeah. The world is changing too, but more importantly, God is changing his church. God is causing us to see how we can be the dispersed church 
Amen. In these times and still be effective. As a matter of fact, be more effective. Amen. Hallelujah. Because all of us know that we have become comfortable inside of the building. Yes, sir. Now that the buildings are being advisedly closed, and if we gather no more than 10 people at a time, we are in the world. Yep. Hallelujah. God has dispersed us and dispersed our witness and dispersed our influence, and we are reaching more people than we've ever reached before. Amen. Glory to the name of Jesus. Yep. God is upgrading us, and God is calling us to use technology in a way that, that we've never, that some of us, some of us, have never used it before, even on the continent of Africa. Amen. God is using technology to spread the word. Amen. I had a pastor call me yesterday. He said, I saw you on Facebook Live, and I decided to come to you, but I tried to do it, and I couldn't get my Facebook Live to work. Amen. So I, so I gave him some advice and called a few people and called him back. He said, you got to use your phone. Your computer doesn't have enough memory to do what you want to do. So God is, even, even those of us who are senior citizens, glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. God is stretching us, glory to God. Amen. And causing us to do things that we have never done. Jesus said to his disciples on one occasion, greater works than these shall you do because, because, because I go to my Father. Amen. And, 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 and they may, maybe they didn't understand what Jesus was saying in that, that particular time, but as time went on, they began to see as the Lord empowered them and dispersed them that they were doing greater works in the world. And we are doing greater works now. Hallelujah. So, so let me tell you. Yeah. And people have their different opinions on this. Yeah. Whatever your opinion is, God bless you. But don't be <laughs> discouraged if you can't go to your building to worship. Worship God where you are. Yeah. Amen. Use your influence on the telephone. Use your influence on Facebook Live, on Twitter, on Snapchat, and all these other venues, amen, of reaching out to people. Use your influence as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ to spread the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in these times that we're living in. And God is bringing us back to prayer. Amen. I keep, I, I just keep marveling, and, I, and I'm just rejoicing when I'm seeing people on television and praying, not just praying, but praying in the name of Jesus. Yes. In a society that is willing to say, we don't need to talk about Jesus. Amen. You can talk about God, but don't talk about Jesus. Now we're praying in the mighty and the matchless and the, and, and the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. When the church forgot about the fact that God, amen, raised Jesus from the dead. That God has highly exalted Jesus and given him a name that is above every name. Preacher. That at the name of Jesus, yes, every knee should bow. Things in heaven and things on earth and things under earth. That meant that demons will bow at the name of yeah. Jesus. Hallelujah. We forgot about that. And we shut our mouths because we didn't want to offend people. Come on, preacher. God is bringing us back. Yes, he is. To talk about the one who can heal. Yes, sir. To talk about the one who can deliver. Yeah. God gave Jesus the name that is above every name. Jesus is Lord. Yes, sir. God expects us to exalt yes. Jesus. Amen. He expects us. He expects the church to exalt Jesus. 
It's not about offending people, but it is about elevating and exalting the name of the one who can save, yeah. the one who can heal, the one who can deliver. If we shut our mouths, who's going to talk about Jesus? Mm. Hallelujah. So God is bringing us back. God is doing something in the church. He's doing something in the church. And I pray that when this is over, those of you who've been talking about Jesus, you'll keep on talking about Jesus. Hallelujah. At the risk of losing your job, keep on talking about Jesus. At the risk of being beaten and, 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 and killed, keep on talking about Jesus. Let the Lord vindicate you. Yes. Amen. Uh, the early church, the, the disciples, and the early disciples counted it worthy to be crucified, to be killed in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Ooh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, as we come to this resurrection Sunday morning, my, my prayer to God was, what is it that, that you want me to say to your people, Father? What message shall I give them? And the Lord took me back to a message that I preached, I think it was in 2016, that was entitled, Live in the Power of the Resurrection. And as I read that message, the Lord began to speak some other things to me. And so I'm not preaching that same message, even though I'm using <clears throat> the same title. Amen? This, 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 this time, this time that we're living in, amen, is not a time to live in fear. Amen? Right. This is not a time for us to be in hiding. Amen? Right. This is not a time for us to be confused. This is not a time for us to be espousing the rhetoric of the world, a world of people who don't know our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? This is not the time to be silent. Glory to God. This is not the time. This, this is the time for the body of Christ to rise up, glory to God, with the power and wisdom of our God and be a beacon light in the midst of this darkness in the world that we live in. And to do that, we need the spirit of the resurrection. Hallelujah. That's good. Hallelujah. Now, 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 when we say the spirit of the resurrection, we're dealing with the deeper meaning of the reason for the resurrection. The spirit of the resurrection has to do with the principles of the resurrection. We already know that the resurrection means that God raised Jesus from the dead on the third day. We know that fact. It is a proven fact. Amen? Amen. Yeah, history records it. If you don't believe in the resurrection of Jesus, you just need to go and do some some research. And then you need to, as you read the Bible, just let your mind reason some things, you know? It just didn't make sense, glory to God, for them to lie and say that the disciples stole this body. There had to be a reason for that lie. Nor did it make sense for these men to risk their life, these people, not just the 12, but not just the 11, but these people to risk their lives, amen, to perpetrate a lie. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Amen? Neither would they have done it. They were drawn. They were quartered. They were thrown to wild beasts, right. but they refused to renounce the name of Jesus, the resurrected Lord. If he had not been raised from the dead, why would they do it? Why? Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Why? Why? You know, I was, I don't want to veer from my course, but when I said that, I was reminded of something I read mm. on Facebook uh, from someone who writes in Liberia. The Muslim said about Good Friday, this is the day that, that they murdered your God. Uh, why do you call it good? And I'm thinking, this man is confused. He's mixed up. He really doesn't know. He has no revelation of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Because even though Jesus was crucified, right. it didn't end on Friday. Right. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We still have to wait to Sunday. Mm -hmm. Because on the third day, mm -hmm. God raised Jesus from the dead with all power in his hands. Hallelujah. Now, so this is what the spirit of the resurrection has to do with. So, so for our purposes today, we're dealing with the deeper meaning the principles, and even the implications, amen, for the resurrection of Jesus Christ, for the kingdom of God, amen, for the citizens of the kingdom, and we are not simply Christians, we are citizens of the kingdom of Almighty God, amen. and, uh, hallelujah, uh, for the world that we live in. Amen. And God is saying to the born-again believer, to those of us who are his citizens, his followers, that we should live in the spirit of the resurrection. Amen. And so to do so, what does that mean? To do so means change comes in people's lives. If you live in the power and the spirit of the resurrection, change comes in your life. Amen? People change. Before we talk about the world changing, people have to change. So the individual who lives in the spirit of the resurrection, change comes in his or her, his or her life. Personality changes. Character changes. Hallelujah. Attitude changes. Action changes. Hallelujah. Because the spirit of the resurrection is the spirit of change. Yeah. Change. What changed in the resurrection? What changed? Well, Jesus was crucified. Yeah. Jesus died. He was dead in that tomb. Yeah, he died on the cross. Yeah. They didn't break his legs because he was already dead when the soldiers got to him. Right. He'd already given up the ghost on the cross. They were going to break the legs of the soldiers because, I mean, of the, of the crucified ones because they couldn't allow a body. The Jews didn't want a body to be hanging there, amen, when the Passover began. So they wanted to hasten their deaths so they could take them off the cross. But when they got to Jesus, he was already dead. So Jesus was dead. He was buried. Hmm? Yeah. God. But, hallelujah, God raised Jesus from the dead. To me, that is evident change. Yeah. He changed from death to life. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. To live in the spirit of resurrection is to live a changed life. Yeah. A changed life. A life that is changed by the power of the one who raised Jesus from the dead. Yes, yes. yes. Hallelujah. We sing this on the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. It's in me. That power changes us. We don't come to the Lord and remain the same. Amen. And I, I mentioned this in the message on the Sunday. It's an oxymoron to think that you come to the Lord and receive Jesus as your Savior and your Lord. His Spirit lives in you and you remain the same. No way. It can't happen that way. Change is inevitable. The Apostle Paul picked up on this. And in Romans chapter 12, he said that we are not to be conformed to this world. But we are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds yes, yes. that we might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Transformation is change, complete change. He said again in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, a new creature. 
Oh, the old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. This is change. The spirit of the resurrection is the spirit of change. He changes us from being dead in our trespasses and sins yes. to being alive yes. in Christ Jesus. Yes, yes. He changes us from a life of sin and degradation mm -hmm. to a life of holiness. Mm -hmm. He changes us from a life of disrespect yep. and disregard for God uh, and the things of God to a life of reverent fear for God. He changes us from a life of selfishness, yep. amen, to a life of service to mankind. He changes us from a life of fear and timidity to a life of boldness in the things of God. Yeah. Today, in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of a world that is still crooked and perverse, glory to God, a world where the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer, God is calling his people to live in the spirit of the resurrection, which is the spirit of change. Amen. Spirit of change. God is calling us to change, saints. Yep. He's calling us to change. Yes. Change our ways of thinking, our ways of doing, our ways of living, so that he's glorified in our lives. God is calling us to change. Then, then I sensed, I sensed the Lord saying that to live in the spirit of the resurrection is to live with resurrected hopes, dreams, and visions, plans, and purposes. This is the message that I shared on Facebook Live yesterday. For many people, your hopes, your dreams, your visions, your plans have been dashed by the conditions of our economy that we're living in right now. Amen? Even some Christians have lost hope. Amen? Stock market started going down the other, the other week. Amen? And a, lot, a lot of people lost a lot of money. I lost some money too, but I'm still alive. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen? Are you listening to me? Yeah. Amen. So even some Christians are losing hope. Even some Christians have lost, have become depressed. Even some Christians are losing sight of the vision that God has given them for their destiny, glory to God. Because they've been putting their trust in the wrong places yeah. and the wrong things. Listen, when things are going good, yeah, when your health is good, your finances are good, your job seems to be stable. You have money in the bank. You have, you have good health insurance. You even have a good retirement plan. It's easy to allow your faith in God, your trust mm. in God to wane. Yeah. Very easy. Very easy. Amen. Your, 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 your trust in God becomes weaker yeah. and weaker yeah. and weaker because now everything is good around you. You're comfortable. You feel secure in the, in the things that you have. Yes. But the Bible warns us against yes. that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. It warns us against that. Amen. It teaches us that we are to, in Psalm 146, verse 36, it says, do not put your trust in princes. Do not put your trust in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Now, 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 I don't, I don't like to get political, but, 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 but. <laughs> I want to say this. Speak, oh, Bishop. Yeah. I pray that the Lord is pleased with what I say. Some of you may not be pleased with what I say, but you know, I was thinking about the scripture the other day, and, and and it reminded me of how so many people 
I'm sad. And so many people still believe. Amen. Praise God. Thank God for our president. Amen. He is the president of the United States of America. But he is not the savior of the world. He is not God's answer for the United States of America. So many people have their faith and their trust in a man. And men will fail you. They will fail you. They will fail you. They will fail you. No doubt. Blessed are those whose help is in the God of Jacob. Whose hope is in the Lord their God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. Hallelujah. And Jesus said in Matthew, Matthew 6 and 19, he says, do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth. Where moth and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. This is NIV translation. And I'm glad the Lord took me that translation. I'll show you this in a minute. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moth and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. Well, I looked up the definition for vermin. Uh, I've probably heard the word somewhere along the way, but we don't normally use that word. And, and it means Pest or nuisance animals that spread disease or destroy crops or livestock. Pest or nuisance animals that spread disease or destroy crops or livestock. Pest or nuisance animals that spread disease and destroy your livelihood. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like that Satan is this vermin. And it's used the coronavirus, this disease that's spreading around the world, to destroy our livelihoods. He is upsetting economies around the world. He is spreading sickness and disease around the world. <coughs> Excuse me. People are dying. People are losing everything that they have around the world. Seems like the scripture is speaking to this time yeah. that we're living in right now. Goodness. Don't lay your treasure up on earth. Don't put up with your hope in earthly things. Hallelujah. In earthly people, in finite beings. Oh. So people are losing hope. People have lost their vision for the future. Losing sight of their plans and their purposes because they're putting their trust in things that the vermin will send out disease to upset and destroy. But I want to tell you today, hallelujah, that there is no vermin that can destroy our God. Hallelujah. There is no vermin that can destroy your abiding faith and trust in the sovereign God. Hallelujah. See, on the cross of Calvary, huh? Jesus has already conquered Satan. Yes, sir. Death, hell, and the grave. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Yeah, every demon has been, has been destroyed, glory to God. Well, they've been defeated. Yes. Hallelujah. Jesus has won the victory. Hallelujah. Over death, hell, and the grave and given the victory for us. And no vermin can change that today. No vermin can change it ever. Yes. In Psalm 27 and 8, it says, Some trust in chariots and others in horses, but 
but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Yes. They collapse and fall, yes. but we rise up and yes. stand. Yes. Christians are rising up, excuse me, in this hour. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. <clears throat> excuse me. Christians are rising up and Christians are standing yes. in this hour. I'll tell you that this is the time to put your trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. He'll raise you up. He'll resurrect the dead things in your life. He'll raise up, raise, hallelujah, to life the plans, the dreams, the visions that he has given to you. He still says, as I was writing this along, was just, just speaking, he still says, write the vision. Mm -hmm. oh, Make it plain on tablets. So that he may one who reads it. For the vision is yet for the point of time. But at the end, it will speak, it will not lie. Though it tarries, your vision may be tarrying right now. Are you listening? Yeah. Your vision may be tarrying right now. Glory to God. But it will come to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your vision, your hopes, your dreams will be resurrected. They will come to pass. Habakkuk goes on to say, Jesus. Then Mr. Trevor said his name is, is, is Habakkuk. Habakkuk. <laughs> Amen. I'm not Aramaic or, or Hebrew, but, but Habakkuk. <laughs> he goes on to say, though the fig tree may blossom. Hallelujah. May not blossom, nor fruit be on the vine. Though the labor of the olive, uh, of the olive may fail in the field, yield no food. Though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there is no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength, yeah. glory to God. He makes my feet like deer's feet, glory to God. He will make me walk on high heels. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Our victory is in Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Victory belongs to him, and he has given victory to you and me. That's the spirit of the resurrection. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We don't lose hope. We don't lose sight of the vision. We don't become despondent. We don't become depressed. Right. We don't cast off our confidence, for it still has a promise of great reward. Look unto the hills mm -hmm. from where your help comes from. My help yeah. comes from the Lord. Who made heaven and earth? Glory yes, to God. Hallelujah. He doesn't slumber, nor does he nor sleep. Does he sleep. Yes, God. Hallelujah. When I go to sleep at night, he's still awake. Yeah. Glory to God. When my body is worn and tired, he is still strong. Glory to God. His angels are kept all around me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They obey the voice of his word. And as I speak his word, his angels come at the command of his word to bring his word to pass yeah. in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. So if you are a believer today, hallelujah, and your hope has been dashed, if you are a believer today and you're confused and you don't seem to think you know what to do, if you are a believer today and you're depressed by what you see going on around you, shake yourself. Shake yourself, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Shake yourself and lift up your eyes. Lift up your heads and you get like the King of Glory come in. Who is the King of Glory? The Lord Almighty. Lift up your heads, all you get, and be lifted up. Hallelujah. And the King of Glory. 
shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. Yeah. He is the king of glory. That's the spirit of the resurrection. You don't lose hope. That's good, sir. I still sleep at night. Yes. I still have peace, hallelujah. Yes. That passes all understanding. The joy of the Lord is still my strength, hallelujah. I still preach the word of God. I still speak the word of God. I still believe that, that I know that God is in control, that in his time he's going to turn this situation mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Now, listen, living in the spirit of the resurrection is not only living in the spirit of change, and it's not only living in the, in the spirit that will resurrect hopes and dreams and visions, hallelujah, plans and purposes, but finally, to live in the spirit of the resurrection is to live to do the will of God. Good. Live to do the will of God. Jesus' death and resurrection was not about himself. It was not. His life was not about himself. Right. It was all about God. Are you listening? It was all about what God wanted out of his life. He said, I did not come to do my own will. Right. I came to do the will of him who sent me. When his disciples, that, on that occasion when Jesus was ministering to that Samaritan woman at the well, and the disciples had gone into town to buy some food, they came back, and they wanted to give him food to eat, and Jesus said, I have food that you do not know about. Right. He said, my food mm -hmm. is to do the will of yes. him who sent me and finish the work. Mm -hmm. In the Garden of Gethsemane, as Jesus was facing death, he prayed, Father, if it be possible, mm -hmm. let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, he said, not my will, but thy will be done. In John chapter 17, verse 4, as Jesus prayed for, his, prayed for his disciples, he was praying to the Father. He said in that prayer, he said, I have glorified you on earth. I finished the work which you've given me to do. Hallelujah. And Philippians records in chapter 2, verses 6 through 8, though he was in the form of God, he did not count equality with God as something to be grasped. But he emptied himself, Empty. taking the form of a servant, yes. being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. On that cross, before Jesus died, he said, it is finished. finished. He finished the work yeah. that God had sent him to do. Hallelujah. My prayer is one day I can say, God, it is finished. I've done mm -hmm. what you commanded me to mm -hmm. do. But Jesus came into this world to do the will of God. He did that, and he finished the work. Yes, obedience brought about our salvation. But his primary concern, somebody say primary concern. Primary his concern. primary concern was to do the will of God. Yeah. God is looking for people whose primary concern is to do his will. Mm. To do his will. In today's church, yep. there are a lot of people mm. who are focused on their own wills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's what I want. Mm -hmm. Me, my, my. 
In the church, we have entertainers. In the church, we have showboaters. In the church, we have schemers. We have tricksters. We have shysters. We have thieves and we have robbers. We have people who are caught up in pride and conceit. We have people who are peddling the gospel. Peddling. Peddling their gifts. Goodness. To make as much money as they can make. Mm. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Glory to God. Hallelujah. In this world in the church world today, we have people who are establishing monuments and institutions unto themselves so that their names can live on in perpetuity. Mm. Mm. But God is looking for people whose primary concern is to do his will. You see, my name can save you. Right. Hallelujah. My name was not given to save you. There is only one name under heaven that's been given whereby we must be saved. Yeah. That is the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God is looking for people who will glorify Jesus. God is looking for people who will do his will. He's not looking for crowd pleasers. God is looking for people who are God pleasers. God is looking for people who are not government failures. Hallelujah. Who are not pawns in the hands of the government. God is looking for people who are not bad partners with government officials. God is looking for men and women who will declare his truth regardless of the consequences. Mm. Who will cry aloud and stand out. It's the will of God that must be done. Not our will. The spirit of the resurrection is the spirit that says, not my will, Lord, yeah. but your will be done. Not the will of the people, not the will of the government. God is looking for people who walk close enough with him and listen intently to what he has to, hear, has to say so that we can hear his voice and perceive what he's doing in our time and declare it to the world. That's the spirit of the resurrection that we've been called to live in. I sense the Lord saying to, you, to us today, live in the spirit of the resurrection. Rise up, Rise up. men and women of God. Live. Rise up, you who hear God today. Live in the spirit of the resurrection. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Let God do the rest. If there's any exaltation to be done, God will do it. The Bible says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and in due time, he will exalt you. Yes. Jesus humbled himself under the mighty hand of God. He became obedient unto death, and God gave him a name, gave him the name, not a name, gave him the name, that is above every name, that is the name, yeah. Jesus, every time should confess mm -hmm. things in earth, under the earth, in the earth, and under the earth. Uh, and every time, uh, and every knee should die. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. So that's going to come a day yes. when every tongue in heaven will confess that Jesus is Lord. When every tongue on earth, uh, people who are living on earth will confess that Jesus, it'll be too late, but they'll confess that Jesus is Lord. Everybody that's denying him will have to confess that he is Lord. Everybody who mocks
him will have to confess that he is Lord. Everybody that laughed about him will have to confess that he is Lord. And every knee shall bow to the glory of God the Father. But God will do it as God did it for Jesus. If there's any exaltation, all that we will learn that in the church today, and that our focus will be on doing the will of God. So God is saying to the body of Christ today, God is saying to those of us who are here today, live in the spirit of the resurrection. Don't go around just celebrating the resurrection and you're not living in the spirit of the resurrection. Has the Lord changed your life? The Lord wants to change your life. The, the Lord wants to change your personality, change your attitude, change your actions, glory to God. Change your words, change the very way you live so that you can become the right kind of influence in the world around you. Wants to change you. God wants to resurrect your hopes, your dreams, your visions. He's a God of resurrection. God wants you to do His will. Because there are yet people who don't know and haven't heard the gospel. God wants to use you. God wants to use you to do His will. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you, Lord, that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it accomplishes all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Now, Lord, people are listening and will be listening to this broadcast. I pray that eyes will come open, that ears will be opened, so that they will hear you speak to them and hear you calling them to serve you and live for you as their Lord and their God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So this morning, if you listen to this message, I pray that the message has inspired you and helped you in some way. But right now, I want to give you the opportunity that the Spirit of the Lord has has touched your life, has touched you through this message. If you're living in confusion, if you're troubled, if you've lost hope, you're depressed today, you don't know what to do. I'm telling you, you have to trust the Lord. I'm telling you, you have to surround yourself, you have to find someone who can tell you. Who God is, what God wants for you, and tell you that God loves you. His spirit is ever present around in this world and around you. He will minister to you and minister to your heart to let you know that He loves you and that He wants to draw you to Him. So if you're not saved today, the first step is believing that Jesus died on the cross for your sin. We celebrate the resurrection today because we know that Jesus died. And that God raised him from the dead. He died for my sins. He died to satisfy what the scripture, what theology teaches us as divine justice. The scripture says, the soul that sins shall surely die. So I deserve death for my sin. But God sent Jesus to die for me. Yes, he died for the world, but it becomes very personal. Because the Lord knows you. The Lord knows where you are right now. 
Lord knows your spiritual condition right now. Yes. He knows the number of hairs that's on your head. So yes. this is a very personal thing. So even though Jesus died for the world, he died for me. He took my place. He took the punishment that I deserved for my sin. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The punishment that brought about my peace, he took upon himself. He'll do the same thing for you. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Do you believe that Jesus died to bring you back to God? If you believe that, will you ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart, to come into your life, to be your Lord and be your Savior? I want to pray with you right now. I want you, if you will, repeat these words after me as I pray with you. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I, know, I know and I believe and, I believe. and know that you died on the cross for my sins. Lord, I cannot save myself. You died so that I could be saved. So that God's judgment on sin could be satisfied. On my sin. Thank you for taking my place and taking my punishment. Now, Lord Jesus, Come into, my life. Come into my life. Be my Savior. Be my, savior. Be my Lord. Because I only believe that you died. I, I believe that God raised you from the dead. So that today I can have life. Jesus, I receive you now as my Savior and my Lord. And according to your word, as many as received you, you gave them the right to become your sons and your daughters. Thank you, Lord. Right now, I am your child, saved by your sacrifice. Thank you, Lord. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, claim your salvation. But this is what the scriptures are saying. But we want you to do one other thing. If you're watching Facebook Live and you're already on our website, or you can go to our website, there's a form there, there's a place there that you can write to us. Yes. Let us know that you receive Christ as Savior and Lord so that we can follow, give us in your information so that we can follow up with you and we can help you take the next step and begin to grow as a child of the Most High God. Thank you for that decision today. I want to pray for people who backslid, people who, who, who strayed away from the Lord, people who, who slipped away. And now you hear the sense of the Lord calling you back to Him. Just pray this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I've fallen away from you. But I know that you died for my sins. You saved me one day. But I turned back. Lord, forgive me. Restore me, cleanse me, and receive me again as your child. You said in your word, if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Lord, I confess my sin to you today. Cleanse me today and receive me 
That's your child. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. If you if you pray a prayer confession and you ask the Lord to restore you, let us know that as well. We want to know that this message and that this ministry is reaching and touching lives. But most of all, we want to know that you're hearing the Lord and responding to the Lord. Thank you for tuning in next Sunday morning. We'll be back here at 10.30. Spread the word. Let someone know about the broadcast. Amen. Have other people join us. Host a watch party. Invite your friends and family. This, these services are blessing you. Amen. Host a watch party and invite people to join us. Join us on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our corporate prayer time. The number will be posted on our website so that you can join, call in. Uh, you can write and share your prayer requests online, and we will lift up those prayer requests to the Lord. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm tuning in. Have a blessed day in the name of the Lord Jesus. Happy Resurrection Day in Jesus' name. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message today. I pray that you've been inspired and helped by what the Lord gave us to share with you. These are critical times that we're living in. There are a lot of voices speaking to us and vying for our attention. But I want you to know that God wants your attention as well. God wants to be able to help you, to bless your life, and help you live a full and meaningful life. So give God your attention today. Now, if you've been blessed by this message, let us know. Visit our website at topraise.org. You'll find a place there to send a message to us. We would love to hear from you. Also, as the Lord leads, if you feel led to sow a seed into this ministry, give to this ministry, you can do that as well at topraise.org forward slash give. Also, as the Lord leads and you would like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do that as well at topraise.org forward slash give. Help us as we spread the gospel to various parts of the world through our podcast and also through the work we do on the ground in Dominican Republic, Liberia, Burkina Faso, Guinea, Ghana, Kenya, Malawi, and South Africa. A seed into this ministry will bless people beyond our borders. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing whatever the Lord lays on your heart to share. God bless you.